Welcome to the podcast, monsters. I'm your host, Doug Bartlett, a serial entrepreneur, founder and owner of Bartlett Roofing. If you have a mind for business or you want to grow, we are the podcast for you. Welcome back to the podcast, monsters. If you uh, haven't yet already, go ahead and smash that like and subscribe button. Appreciate you checking us out. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about not letting your past define you. Today, I'm sitting here with Roman Burlow. Roman is uh, is our GM here at uh, Bartlett Roofing, and he's uh, been with me uh, nearly from the start. Roman's a rock star. He's a second longest tenured employee at the company at this at this point. You know, Roman has been my right hand man in like doing everything for quite a while here. Uh, we we smash our brains together and and work <laughs> through stuff and, and yeah, we do. Uh, and sometimes spend days like strategizing and figuring out how to best approach different problems. But talking about not letting your past define you, uh, Roman, I'd like you to just tell us a little bit about your story, your history, you know, where you come from, what you've been through, and how that's led you to be where you're at today. My story in particular is it, it comes from immigrating here with my family back in 1990. I immigrated to the U.S. from the Ukraine, and I turned eight years old when we moved here, and we moved straight to Idaho, to a little town, about a thousand people. And that's where kind of this American dream and everything started. I think if we stayed in Ukraine, I mean, I, I probably would have been some sort of a gangster or mobster or something. <laughs> would have been up to no good out there growing up in a city and screwing around with my friends in the streets and everything. The little thousand person town was probably something much needed. My parents had seven kids. I'm the fourth. Well, I'm sorry. At that time, they had seven kids. They have eight kids. At that time, when we lived in Ukraine, they had seven kids and I'm the fourth. And we lived in a little, uh, three-bedroom house, apartment, okay, with all those people, right? Yeah. And then moving to this country, they had their eighth, and we moved into a little two-bedroom house. You know, that's how we lived. We didn't have much. We, we, my dad did pretty well in the Ukraine. He, he, he provided for us very well. Coming to this country, not knowing how to speak English, you know, not having a career here, <laughs> mm-hmm. just going straight to work as, as a mason, just watching him, I think that was something that that did affect my life. We, we, we have the subject over here of not letting your past define you. And something you and I were just touching on a little bit. It's like it's, it's, it's one thing to say don't let your past define you. But in a sense, you, you almost want it to, the, the good parts, if you can see them, but not the bad parts, right? Because <clears throat> I think a lot of the people let the negativity hold them down and and that past negative experiences is the only thing that they can focus on instead of the the positive experiences because if i look at my past negative experience it was hard right uh-huh. you, you had to fight for attention you had to fight for space you had to fight for clothes <laughs> had to fight for food probably <laughs> you had to fight for food it's true right i mean i i didn't have my own clothes right? yeah I, I had my brother's clothes <laughs> my sister's clothes you know whatever it was <laughs> whatever it was you wore it and I think uh, I started buying my own clothes when I was like 12 years old. But th- those things did not define who I am. I, th- I think y- y- I think about the positive things that define me, the positive things. And the positive things is, I think, from from growing up and not having much, I had nowhere else to go really but to say, you know, if you want something, you have to earn it. If you want something, you have to go after it. Because growing up, nobody was giving me everything I wanted or anything I wanted, I should say, Yeah. for the most part, right? I mean, yeah. when you got that many kids, your parents can't provide 
Christmases, you know, you get a candy bar for Christmas. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, if I look back, um, yeah, I think that probably your circumstances were more extreme than mine. You know, I, I grew up on a farm outside of Caldwell, Idaho. And, um, so from the time I could, my brother and I could carry a sprinkler pipe together, we were changing sprinklers. Yeah. And I was wearing, you know, often wearing, you know, black work boots to school and wearing Levi's before Levi's were popular. You got those at the farm store. That was why we wore Levi's. And so, you know, I think that what you were saying about not letting your, the negative experiences define you is key because so many people in life um, get spun out on the negative part of their lives and they let that decide who they are instead of deciding that they're not going to do something different than what they experienced as a child. And I think that's the difference between people who really win in life and people who, who fail at life and become alcoholics and drug addicts or victims, permanent victims, is they decide they're not going to be a victim to their past and to their history and to the negative things that happen in their lives. It's interesting that you say that, and, 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 and I think a lot of people do, and, and, and I don't know if uh, some don't notice that they are in a negative place, maybe is what it is, or if some do notice and they're in a negative place, and and you're right, it's a decision that you have to choose to get out of it. Um, but how do you get out of it? Like how, how do you how do you free your space up and and remove something so it's deep ingrained in you? I think you're right. Is people get trapped in that, and and when you're in that victim mindset, it is a trap. It's like everything that negative is happening creates more negative in your life, and you when you perceive everything as negative, then it continues to perpetuate negative, and the law of attraction kind of kicks into play. But you're attracting negativity instead of positivity into your life. It's true. You know, one thing I noticed. And, and and we've talked about this before is is whenever you do get into that negative mindset and whenever you do start um, almost like snowballing, just like going downhill and you've seen it before with people's emotions or, or, or whatever they're going through, it seems like it's, it, 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 they just can't seem to get out of it like quicksand, right? They just, the more that they struggle, the more that they keep sinking. And I sit here and I thought about like, well, why is that? Why is it so hard to, to bounce out of something like that? And for for an experience that I had recently, it, 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 for me personally, it was pride. I think the, the the reason a lot of people can't get out of something like that is because of pride. And in, in order to get out of a situation to where you're snowballing or your relationships are falling apart or um, you feel like maybe your work life's falling apart, I think pride has a lot to do with it because pride keeps you from being honest with yourself, being able to tell mm-hmm. yourself that um, everything's going to be okay. Right? Yeah, that's heavy. Yeah, you start telling yourself the worst story whenever you start um, face, uh, facing adversity, right? It, it's always the worst. It's always the worst case scenario, and here's how it's going to play out. And everybody sits there, especially me, and plays these things out in my head over and over and over and over again. And these are past experiences, right? Because we think... And maybe just just a controlled paranoia thinking like if this was the worst experience, how am I going to, you know, face this? How am I going to face this challenge? And so you sit there and you play these things. But the problem with that is, one, it might not be real, (laughs) the whole situation. And two, um, you're trying to solve something that doesn't exist that you're just making yourself a negative person or, or, or putting ideas that, that aren't even real, that somebody else is not even, um, not even saying anything about you. Right. Yeah. I think that that's a key point is actually, is that, um, a lot of the times the negative that we're perpetuating in our lives are based on something that's not real. Yeah. It's, it's just, 
how are you perceiving what's going on and then how are you reacting and what you do to react really determines the actual outcome. And so if you take in, you know, a negative situation and you work hard to overcome it and come out with a win, then that's what you end up with. But if you take it as a victim and then you don't actually take action to correct it because you're so busy being victimized that you you get locked into this negative spin and it gets worse and then it gets worse and it gets worse and then you're in depression and then you have to battle your own chemicals in your body just to get out of that depression and start taking action to change your life. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard part. Getting yourself back into that positive mind space takes a lot of work. It's like working out. It's like going to the gym, like flexing a muscle. I mean, I, I remember you talking about a story where, where you had to pull yourself out of a negative situation. And to be honest with you, it's, it, it doesn't take a day. You know, it can take a couple of weeks. It can take a couple of months, depending on how deeply rooted it is, right? Mm-hmm. And then just takes a, a, a while for you to sit there and start speaking more positivity into your mind and speaking more positivity into your life. And really, I, I feel like the way that you get out of a, a negative situation, especially the negative mindset, is really the opposite of pride, right? Being thankful, of where you are, being thankful for your circumstances, being thankful for what you have currently. Yeah. And, and I think from losing that in my, in my cases is when I forget and lose sight of what I have and what I need to be thankful for. It's usually when I go into a negative down spiral. Yeah. You know, it's a, it was a good analogy that you just said a second ago about, uh, you know, that it, it, you have to exercise it, you know, and, and like if you take an analogy of, you know, physical exercise, you also have to do that mental exercise mm-hmm. to keep your mind in shape. You really do. And so if you're not doing those mental exercises and working it out every day, then, you know, something we were ta- in a meeting yesterday, you were saying, you know, hey, you know, if you're not getting smarter, you're getting dumber. Yeah. Right. And and that can apply not only to your actual intelligence, but actually to your emotional intelligence or your emotional state as well. You need to exercise your emotional state voluntarily. It needs to be a choice that you make. And so, you know, uh, I've talked about in previous podcasts that, you know, my, I do a thankfulness meditation, I guess you'd call it a medication. It's not really a meditation. I just think about the things I'm thankful for every morning mm-hmm. in order to set my mind in a positive state, which then attracts positivity into my life. Yeah. And so that's just a daily exercise that I do. And, and when I, when I do that, when I start my day off with that, that I, I find that I, I perceive everything much more positively throughout the day. It's true. You just get into a different mindset. Yeah. It's, uh, at the leadership meeting we had, uh, this year, I guess, earlier this year when we had the leadership retreat with Brenda Lee. I remember we were talking about how over 80% of um, what's going on is, is negative. It's affecting you. Right. Over 80% in, in this external world. And so when we say that you have to physically try to be positive, it's because you do. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't, you're being affected negatively more. And and for somebody who's like, man, I'm having trouble getting out of this negative mindset, out of this negative situation, whatever it is that's affecting them, family, life, work, whatever it is, you have to, I, I almost have to remind that person saying, well, this is true, along with every other thing that's happening within your life. In order for you to overcome something like that and have clarity, you really have to start thinking about different things. You really start have to start thinking about you know what you do have and being thankful and focusing on the positive things and and and, uh, and and that like what you said starts bringing more positivity into your life. You start inviting it more. Negativity repel repels people too. Right? Mm-hmm. If you're if you're constantly 
uh, ticked off or, or depressed. If you're a depressed person, it, it's, it's really sad to watch, but people don't want to hang around you, right? Right. Which makes you even more depressed. Right. Yeah, it puts you in a really bad spot because you get in that negative hamster wheel and you start going deeper and yeah. deeper down that down that negativity and pretty soon you're lost. And you're lost. You have to figure out how to get back out of it by yourself because you've already repelled everyone away from you. And positive thinking and positive actions don't get you out like this. Sometimes, depending on how deep you are, just it can take you a couple of weeks. Yeah. It can or, take or you months. a couple months. Yeah, I would say months in most cases because yeah. that's not an easy... No. hole to climb out of there has to be a lot of but you have to do action. it when you don't feel like it right yeah yeah and that's the thing is you got to get out there and just be like all right i'm not going to be a victim anymore i'm not going to let my past define me i'm going to change my life and then go out and do the things that are required to change your life which means putting a smile on your face even when you don't feel like smiling that's right you know reaching out to people that you could give a crap if you actually talk to them but you know you need to right um take your eyes off yourself for a little while kind of a thing yeah work hard so that you feel like you got something done at the end of the day instead yeah. of sitting around doing nothing. So all those things come into place. Let's talk about victims a little bit more. You know, what what common what common things do you see when people are being a victim? You know, what is what kind of statements are they making? What what do you see that is a common thread that they hold on to that they could change? It's a hard one for me to talk about because I don't, I don't feel like I've ever had that, you know, and, and it's easy for me to sit here from my position and just say just don't have a victim mentality. You know, it's, I, I feel like things happen to everybody all the time. And, 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 and I can't measure the caliber of whatever is happening to me that it's not going to affect you the same way. And, and it might affect you worse or less, whatever it is, right? So, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell somebody that, that just has this victim mentality and everything's happening to me. I just say, well, well yeah, I mean, it's just going to keep happening. That's just life. Things just happen as they go. But you need to make plans and you need to be ready for change. And and perhaps maybe that's what it is. Maybe victim mentality is just they're, they're just not equipped to change and to change constantly with the world. We've talked about in the past, you know, choose your heart. You choose to deal with depression, uh, being broke, having bad relationships, hating your life. Or do you choose to work hard? Either way, it's hard. Right. So work hard. Uh, work hard on your relationships. Work hard at work. Work hard on success. Work hard on happiness. Do exercise for your brain. Do exercise for your body. And then life is great. Either way, it's hard work. It's like that proverb about discipline, right? Discipline, though it's hard for yeah. a moment at the time, produces a great result, yields a great result. Okay. That's Bible. All right. <laughs> but that's what it is. I mean, just discipline. You Discipline is hard, like you said. Discipline yourself to read. And you'll become smarter and wiser, right? Discipline mm -hmm. yourself to exercise. You'll be healthier. You're going to look better, right? Yeah. Discipline yourself to hard work and you'll pay your bills. Yeah, you'll be more successful. Discipline yourself to relationships and you'll find love, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that, you know, uh, as far as not letting your past define you, it, it does come down to don't choose to be a victim. Don't get stuck in that, in that headspace. And if you are there now, what advice would you give somebody to get out of that headspace? I think the first thing that they do have to realize that they're in that headspace. I, I think one of the hardest things to deal with somebody with the victim mentality is that they don't understand that they have a victim mentality. They, right. they think that they're really been wrong and there's nothing they can do about it, right? When somebody has a victim mentality, it's consistent. You see it often. And I guess the first thing I tell them is, is you have a victim mentality. You need to realize this. And the other thing I would tell them is 
you need to start thinking more about the positive things in your life. You need to start thinking about and being thankful about the, the, the things that, that you do have, right? That the things that, that, that could go wrong, but they're not right. I, I look at my health compared to my dad's health is, is, is going down and I sit here and it's really made me think about my life. I was like, man, here I am approaching 40 years old here in about a month and I got to keep my body in shape. I don't want, I don't want to be there. I don't want to be falling apart when I'm getting 60 years old, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to fall apart. So uh, I want to be healthy. That means I have to make these decisions right now. I have to be disciplined now. And somebody who's 60s and their body's falling apart and they have arthritis and they have inflammations everywhere, you can sit there and say, I'm a victim and you can complain. But in reality, you can just look back at your life. And this is what I said, like my dad, I said, yeah, of course, you do not exercise. You do not stretch. You do not eat healthy. And he's like, yeah, I know. I wish I did all that stuff. I go, that's right. You can't feel like a victim because really it's just regret. And you don't have to do that. You could just start not living in regret right now. And, and perhaps that's what it is in some cases and having a victim mentality. It's just that regret of missed opportunity, the regret of, of, of not getting your portion, right? The regret of not doing something you needed to do. Which, which causes you just to see that negativity, something you, you could have had, but you didn't, you know? I think what you were saying earlier, it really ties back to that, which is there's a lot of pride involved. You know, if I yeah. was to tell somebody, tell them to get out of that negative mindset or that victim mindset is you own your results. Don't have too much, so much pride that you think that, that the world has a specific target on you. Yeah. Cause that's pretty prideful to sit there and think I'm getting screwed. Yeah. The world's got a target on me. No, the world doesn't have a target on anybody. And you own your results no matter what they are. Mm-hmm. And so stop looking at everything that's happening to you and instead look at everything that can happen if you go out there and choose to own your life and the and the circumstances that you're going through. And go through the discipline. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just don't you know, don't be so prideful that you can't admit fault. Because, you know, if you have a failed relationship and part of it is that, um, you know, you uh, you were putting up with somebody who has an addiction problem or you have an addiction problem of some sort or you allowed somebody to cross your your emotional boundaries to where it destroyed you, you still could have left that relationship at some point where you were still healthy instead of allowing it to drag you down. You know, if you have addiction problems, you choose to take that drink or stick that needle in your arm or whatever your problem is. Those are all based on your choices and you own your results. Mm-hmm. And so if you can let go of all that pride and say, Hey, this, this crappy situation that I'm in, it's actually my fault. No matter what it is, even if your house burned down, well, you could have had insurance. That wouldn't have been a big of a deal. You know, it's your fault if you burn your house down and you're not prepared, what would be a good takeaway? Something that, you know, what's the, you know, how could you wrap that up into, you know, something that somebody could take away and really just put into action in their lives? I think, I think everybody should remember their past and, and really, really meditate on it. And I, I try to, I try to meditate on my year. You know, you try to meditate on your months. Um, I try to meditate on my decades. You go through a decade and you try to figure out what you learned, how you changed. And I think it's important to, to remember and think about these things and, and, and think about how they made you feel at the time with whatever it is, your, your past negativities, your positivities, whatever it is, and, and, and just to look at them as almost like a movie 
and, and almost as telling you a story, right? And, and there's wisdom to be learned from it. And, and it doesn't have to be a feeling anymore. And, 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 and I, I think where a lot of people start getting into the negative headspace is they allow that past to just affect him emotionally with a feeling, right? Instead of just looking at it like a movie, like, oh, wow, look at this. This is how I felt at the time. This is the experience. This is what I learned. And, but this is how I'm moving forward. This is who I want to be. Instead of focusing on the negativities, focus on the things that you want to be like, the, the, the person you want to be. The husband you want to be, right? Yeah. The, the 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 employee you want to be, whatever it is. Focus on what kind of person you want to be, and just remember the other things and how they affected your life and the th- lessons you learned from them. Yeah, I think that what you said is super key. So you know, my takeaway from this is is number one, don't don't look at your past and and feel that that is who you are always going to be. Who you're always going to be is what you decide right now yeah. and moving forward. That's right. End of story. Like what happened a minute ago doesn't matter for the future unless it's building for my future. Uh, and so you own your results. End of story. Positive or negative. It is your fault. Like it or not. So what are you going to do? Go out and exercise your brain. Go out and exercise your body. Go out and exercise discipline in every area of your life in order to make it a great life. And then be thankful for what you have. And that's part of that daily exercise is being thankful and having a mind, mindset of thankfulness. I agree. I think that's a, probably one of the most important things is just being thankful for what you have. Yep. And if you'll, if you do that, then your perception of your life and your reality of your life, not even just your perception, but your reality of your life will completely change. That's right. And you've, you, you, you felt that before you've experienced that for this episode, guys, uh, that's all we got is own your exercises every day. As far as what you're doing to improve your life, own your results and go out there and change your life and kick some ass. Peace out.